0: And welcome back to another episode of the Weaving Words podcast. Uh, This week we're joined by another special guest. Uh, His name is Anthony. He's one of my customers. Good buddy from the shop. Uh, Just like 90% of the other uh, guests I've had. Because who would have thought a comic book shop's a really good spot to just net a bunch of nerds who can talk about anything and everything for hours. Um, But yeah, Anthony, um, how long have you been shopping with Legends? It's been a while now, right? It's
1: been a while. This is the third place yeah 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 oh shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we're coming up on three years being here um but yeah it's probably did you start off at just the fashion fair location or were you, or when you started no. shopping here was clovis open already
1: Clo- so yeah over at sierra vista
0: okay cool so you've probably been shopping by the, by the, uh, the theater. theater yeah, yeah, yeah. um because i was shopping with them a month after they opened at fashion fair so they opened up i think it's been six years yesterday the day before Um yesterday. Yesterday was six years that they've been open, but that was Fresno opened up at the fashion fair location. I shopped with them January the following year. And then they opened up the Clovis location about a year later. So we're looking at five years being in Clovis. So it's nice. been probably five years now that you've yeah. been shopping. That's a long yeah. time, dude. And
1: I saw <laughs> – I went a couple times over the, the fashion fair one also.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it's out of the way, though. Same thing. like <clears throat> I It would, is, but it's great for Christmas, you know, <laughs> over there for
1: holiday shopping. I'm right. Like, well, because well, you got I'm the here, big stores, dude. Yeah. <laughs> know, since I'm here.
0: Well, and then they – I don't know if it's still there right now, but I know they're talking about bringing taking out the Disney store, which is rough because that's the only one like in the area. It is too. So it's kind of a big deal to if you yeah. want to get like exclusive. Again, we're fucking nerds. We want like the cool <laughs> Star Wars, Marvel <laughs> toys. You know, you know if they came out with like a, we we're just talking about Moon Knight. If they came out with like a cool Moon Knight exclusive Marvel select. You'd be like, all right, let's go over there and oh, try we, to get one. We might have to, you know, <laughs> all the uh,
1: stuffed animals for the kids. You know, See, like, yeah, well, there you go. Sure son would love this <laughs> at some point. We'll keep hopefully. it in my room for now, though. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Um yeah, we've uh, we've been hanging out talking amongst each other for a couple of years now at least. Um and yeah, do you you're pretty much a lot like me and a lot of the other guests that I've had on where you just like a bunch of different stuff. It's not just comics and it's not just, you know, movies. It's just a lot, man. Like
1: yeah, I'm a diverse nerd. <laughs> <laughs> which is good.
0: It's fun, right? When you get, you know, not maybe not tired or done with but you're like all right let's add some variety to it. it's nice just having options right Yeah, absolutely i'd rather have more options than not or than yeah. less you know
1: sometimes it's movies and then if it's not movies it's comics right. and then well, you it's do a lot of music, music and too and music. right oh yeah, I yeah. Love music. you just I'm hit
0: up a bunch of uh shows this last few months yeah yeah the post yeah
1: um to a four-day four-day music festival in sacramento oh geez <laughs> and then i just saw the foo fighters uh a couple of days ago, right? A days uh, ago, yeah. Was it Thursday? It was, um Thursday, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Andy went too. <laughs> it was so cold where we sat. It was Oh cold. really? Yeah, the air was blowing clear upper level. The air vent dumps right on us. My wife was freezing. Oh, right.
0: that's rough, dude. Because yeah, it's yeah. already kind of chilly outside too. I mean it's Fresno. It's cold for Fresno, I guess. It you know? was it was
1: warmer um washing your hands in the cold water.
0: <laughs> no way. Oh geez. Yeah, see I would be like, All right, it's time to go home, man. Yeah. I don't want to be here, dude. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a good show. No, that's fun, man. That's fun. Um, but we were talking one, one story from the past that you said you, every time you think back on great, like a lot. And that was Lord of the Rings. Um, now was it your first exposure to it? Was it the
1: books? So, yeah, the first exposure I got into, um, I got into (laughs) Tolkien on, uh, it was like fourth or fifth grade. And my, my teacher gave me the Hobbit, the Hobbit's great. (laughs) And I read that. and I loved it. And then when I saw, uh, so actually, the first exposure to it was um, the old like 1980s cartoon. The cartoon for the Hobbit, yeah, right? Yeah, the Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I own that on DVD. I don't think it's a blu-ray; it's a DVD. But I can't remember if that was
0: rotoscoped or not. Um, but blu-ray. yeah, I remember the the exaggerations, the faces, and stuff were were pretty yeah. awesome. I've seen some clips here and there of it. Yeah,
1: yeah it's great. Yeah, it's they amazing. did video games for it too. Like they did before the movies came out. I had um, it on the Commodore 64. <laughs> I had a Hobbit video game and I, I wasn't <laughs> any good at it. It was really hard. Like, so was it that or it was just stupid? I'm not sure. It, it could be a
0: little bit of both. <laughs> because <laughs> I remember those games as a kid. I'm like, man, man, man it's just I dumb was, or is the game hard? I don't dude, know. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. <laughs> was it one of those, uh, the kind of like choose your own adventure type thing? Was it where you had to type in what you're doing? Because there's a Lord of the Rings one like that too, where you're going on an adventure and you're like head north.
1: Yeah. It had, it had. <laughs> graphics, <laughs> and the air quotes for right. those who can't see me. Um,
0: Commodore 64, yeah, 64-bit. Yeah, 64 it, <laughs> it had graphics,
1: um, but it was a lot of typing. Yeah, I was not very good at that. It wasn't, it wasn't Zork, you know, or the right scale,
0: you know. Yeah, friggin', um, yeah, dude, uh, I, uh, for me, my first experience with Lord of the Rings was obviously the movies. I mean, um, I think, yeah, they came out not that long after Harry Potter, because I remember they were still on VHS when they came out, so it was, it was early enough. I remember the, the Two Towers was, you knew a movie was long when it had Two tapes, right? When you got VHS and it was two tapes, you get the box and you're like, oh, it's that fat sandwich box with two yeah, tapes in there. Titanic.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Titanic, like that,
0: yeah. but the thing is, when you look at like Titanic or these other ones, it's you know, it's the tape and then like a small portion, like it, it just barely went over the yeah. the mount. And the two towers was a full tape and another full tape. I was like, God damn, dude, how long is this fucking movie? Imagine if
1: they had done it for the director's cut, it'd been oh, like four yeah. tapes. You know? Four tapes. Yeah. I, own, I own those two, so. <laughs> If you ever want to burn, like, two or three days, just so we'll, we'll watch the, the oh extended my God. trilogy.
0: Yeah, the uh, but that was my first exposure. And then I, I loved reading, like, that was around middle school, and I, and I loved reading a lot. So I remember uh, getting the novels afterwards at the library at the school. I was in middle school at the time. And I read them all. And um, I remember even reading through the two towers being like, man, this is dense. Like, this is a lot. This is a lot. It is. Because I, I, Lord of the Rings breathes through pretty quick it was very similar to the movies for the most part like obviously some stuff got cut out or whatever and then yeah man two towers was dense and then return of the king was pretty very much like yeah it's just like a speed bump like the the two towers just kind of like slows you down and then you go back and you finish it and i was like they're cool i'd rather just watch the movies and then i read the hobbit and i was like fuck the hobbit's the shit like i (laughs) i don't know why i just felt like the hobbit was a better story but it was also just one book and he yeah you know he wasn't worried about well the hobbit was the first one he did right and then he did the lord of the rings trilogy um the fellowship of the rings trilogy and i think by then he's like i gotta not only come out with a new book but i'm building a universe and trying to make it fit with these other two titles i got coming up so i kind of get why there's a difference not just in quality but storytelling as well at least in my opinion and there's also when i looked it up the other day with the customer there's decades in between the hobbit and the actual lord of the rings books too yeah yeah so he probably grew as a writer as well had different stuff um because when you look at his other books he had a few other successful ones but nothing as big as the hobbit
1: yeah the silmarillion's floating around out there and they've talked about making
0: something out of it something out of that i remember there was a book i got it out of my middle school library that was it wasn't the silmarillion if, if i remember but it was stories from the lord of the rings that didn't deal with any of the characters Oh, okay. so there was like a story with like the hobbits what they do what happens at the shire after the lord of the rings you oh. know like there's a story after they don't just get home and everything's cool i think there was something while they were gone some hobbits took like opportunity to like just a group took over and they're like running it like you know being thugs and you know yeah, yeah. criminals and stuff and i was like oh that's a cool little quick story but it had nothing to do with what the main lord of the rings was about <laughs> yeah yeah
1: well that was one of the differences with uh, the movie and the books in the movie. You know, they come back and everything's cool, right? But in the books, of course, Sourman has taken over and made it more industrial and yeah. You know, there and you can look at the um, the ties, the references to industrialization, yeah, the and, Industrial Revolution at the time. Yeah, so uh, that's one of the things that I appreciate about it is that at face value, and of course, I grew up um, with conan the barbarian and uh, high
0: fantasy uh, yeah high,
1: yeah absolutely which
0: is uh, awesome sword like,
1: sorcery i love that stuff
0: when well, he was the one who made it like it yeah. before him it's not the same like it's a bunch of little fairy tales and he's like yeah he, no.
1: he really did make call it um english or british or uk mythology it yes? was it's folklore for for that region now that they don't call it that but it's right because really it it's is. set in a different different yeah, world you think, yeah, you middle think Earth. That, yeah um but you can see the the references the parallels there. Yeah. yeah and um I, I appreciate especially now it seems like it's more there's more gray area i've been on some D and D forums where people are arguing for why orcs shouldn't be viewed as bad people and i mean all kinds of weird stuff right. i do appreciate there's good and there's bad and i like that you know not that it's simplistic because it's more than that, but when you have, but you're right
0: though, it is more simple, right? It's, yeah. it's simple to just think black and white. Yeah, that's, but that's how to, kids think too you though, have right? To
1: over, overcome things and you know, the hero's journey and all the things that are built into that. Um, not that I mind a little gray area, you know, right. doing bad things for good reasons. You know, right. like, I'm cool with that. Like the Punisher, right? Like not a good guy, but he does but not just
0: that. Like when you get fully gray, it's like, man, I got to deal with this in the real life. Like you're, escaping that for me at least when I was reading these books you know like uh, moving from town to town every year moving a whole house not like my room like moving a whole house uh single mother you know like living in poverty basically and it's like oh here's a fantasy world where like none of that I'm not even (laughs) any like I don't have to worry about what I'm what's gonna happen to me in this story like it's nice escaping it and getting out of your mind and out of your body and like you said it's it's really nice, and obviously, like, you want dynamic storytelling, but sometimes it's nice to just be like, these are the good guys and these are the bad guys. Yeah. Um, Dusty and I had this conversation a few other guys where it's like, you know, there's a reason why we romanticized the World War II so much is not only was it a very interesting war, it was, no, you know, war as hell, I get it, but World War II is fucking interesting. When you look back at yeah, it, there's absolutely. so much to it, but it's the last war you can romanticize where you're like, these are the bad guys. Nazis are fucking bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you can you look at the the Vietnamese, you know, Vietnam, Korea—they were, were trying to take over the world. No. they just—they had their their ideology. They're divided it, on how and, they wanted to run the country. Yeah, same thing with Korea. Yeah, um, but with World War II, like they were taking over—not just taking over, but—but but genocide. Yep, millions of people. They so were the bad guys. It was very clear. Was, now, were there good guys within the bads? Of course, yeah, there, were. there always is. There always Just like are. there's always bad guys there's in the, the good, good side. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. But in, in general, if you know, if you were against what was happening.
0: Right. Well, Well, like you said earlier with the orcs, like, yeah, all right, you know, you can definitely say that they're not all bad, but, you know, you can make the argument that's like, yeah, he wrote it to where they are an aggressive species of whatever they are, you know, weird magical creature. They're an aggressive species. They're not intelligent, but they're formidable foes that can easily be taken advantage of by like a lich or whatever who's going to bend them to their will, make them take over, kill, murder, pillage, you know, Uh, let them indulge in their violent tendencies yeah um Um, so that's why they make good villains because you're like fuck man these guys are rolling through and they're gonna fuck me up (laughs) well this
1: was really my um uh my portal my intro into dungeons and dragons as well because it's it's exactly the same thing you have dwarves you have rangers you have mages you have you know halflings right and and then i was in the same boat as you as we moved a lot because my dad was military as well so you can't take your
0: friends with you, but you can take this book. That's gonna get yeah, let you, you escape from a Yeah, when you
1: from Utah to Italy, the one constant we had was was books and and uh, culture. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, culture. Like, oh, can you you listen to this new album or you watch this new show or this new movie? You read this book. It's easier, you know. You have a common connection. It's like coming, like I said earlier, coming to the shop. You know, maybe they're not into the same thing you are, or maybe they are, but in, in a different way. Yeah. But you know, you'll have a connection. You'll have a instant like. You can have something, to, uh, some common ground to
1: absolutely, you know, uh,
0: try to connect on. Um, yeah, dude, I, I do like Lord of the Rings. Uh, it definitely did put down that template because you can tell even the the D&D guys were definitely inspired. Like, there's no way they could say, no, yeah, we, we didn't even know who this Tolkien guy is. It's like, <laughs> now nah, you fucking nerd, dude. I know you guys are in a basement reading these books, coming up with your own stories. Like, well, what if we did this? And what if we put in these players into, you know, what if we played a, just a random person? Maybe not Legolas or Frodo, but maybe their buddy. And we're running adventures somewhere else while they're doing this. Like, you know, it, it sounds fun. It's a really cool idea. In a really cool universe, and yeah, like you said, you got dwarves, you got elves, you got freaking hobbits, aka halflings, or whatever you want to call them. Like, oh yeah. There, there's all this stuff that's just not what you see. It's not human. That's why, i like in in Star Wars, any RPG, if I can, I try to be something that's not human because fuck, I'm human all day, every day, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I have to live this. I don't. It's <laughs> <this is> my <laughs> chance to be. That's why uh, movies. That's um, I don't I don't watch movies to be preached to. I right. go to escape and if, if you're good if you're gonna preach to me, I don't wanna participate in that right. because I have to live that every day. Oh, well, not just that. To if you wanna tell a,
0: a narrative or a spin or whatever, make it good. Don't just make it like that's your one thing. You know, yeah, we were talking yeah. earlier, like my, my cousin Hector, who I, I love, you know, I, I just talked to him yesterday on Instagram and stuff. And again, he likes the characters that are Hispanic American. Which is cool again. I like seeing represent, representation too, but I want the story to be good. I don't care because again, like the the example I give a lot of my customers is, what if you know he came in to a comic shop and the guy was like, "Here you go, buddy. Here's your book," and he's like, "Well, what do you mean? It was what's well, this Blue Beetle? He's he's Mexican American, just like you. Here's your book. Doesn't that sound fucking
1: racist?" Yeah, this is the only book you're allowed right? to read. You're, now you're if, Captain America. He's white. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy <laughs> right we, we like, made him an asshole <laughs> yeah yeah you know
0: and that's and that's the thing is like if it's pandering if it's not told well that's what it's gonna feel like yeah. at least to me
1: people will gravitate to good stories yeah and like the, the i mean you've seen um, movies and and comics that come out that are pandering and they just they don't last they because don't the yeah stories are, but if the stories are good people don't care yeah
0: well it's like the thor thing you know like the female thor your opinions are not the stories are good so yeah. at least you don't care. You're like, oh, that was cool. That was a cool story, whatever. And then and this is the thing we talked about with Cap all the time. It's was like, dude, just calm your fucking tits down. In in less than two years, it'll be back to normal, yeah, to yeah. fucking red, white, and blue Cap, and Hydra Cap will be a fucking memory. Yeah. And you'll go back to not buying the books like you aren't now. So who gives a fuck who <laughs> your opinion is, right? Like.
1: Yeah, whenever <laughs> people pander towards an audience, all they usually end up doing is – uh, alienating the core audience and the people that were being pandered to uh, don't go after it anyway Like I'm right. a big hockey fan and uh, god I don't know it's been 15, 20 years maybe now I, I don't even remember It's as long as I can remember now but they changed the rules for fighting uh, to where if you instigated the fight you got two minutes um, and a game misconduct mm-hmm. um, so all that managed to do was uh, they were trying to attract the the, uh, the soccer, the soccer moms. moms.
0: Yeah, you were saying that.
1: Yeah, and all that resulted is the game changed because now people, uh, yeah, maybe there weren't some of the fights that there used to be, but now the people have realized, well, I can be, I can be a dick. Like, I can go out there. I can hack and, and get slash the and, of- and do things, that, and you don't have to pay the price. You don't have to answer the bell
0: which I kind of like. I like it's like, hey, man, how much composure do you have? So, there, uh, again, there's duality to it, right? Yeah. Um, but, but, like they, but
1: they never got the soccer moms, and they, it really it angered a lot yeah. of the core fans. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's the risk. I mean, it's always a risk, and maybe right. they, they put that book out or they make that rule change, and it does attract people. Uh, but by and large, I think it probably doesn't. Right. <laughs> I, I think
0: they should focus about, Again, focus more on the story. Focus on going about making the story good. And if you want to bring in these characters, make it a natural way. Don't make it feel like they're being pushed, you know? like Because there's occasions where it can be done well. Like, again, I'm of Hispanic descent, um, and one of my favorite characters is Green Lantern. And I I like Jessica Cruz, but she has a character to her, you know? Like, she's cool. She happens to be Hispanic, you know? Like, it it wasn't that first, though. She didn't pop up as, oh, here's this... Hispanic girl living in her apartment, afraid to go out. It's like, no, there's this woman in her apartment who has agoraphobia, and they start elaborating on it and extreme yeah. anxiety and stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can relate to shit like that. There's days where I don't want to wake up, like you know, I know there's days I don't want to fucking get out of bed or put my shoes on, go get food. Yeah. Like, there's days where it's like, fuck it, man. You know what? Today yeah. one, like.
1: <laughs> and, and, and she's and she's not a Mary Sue. She's not. Yeah. She didn't step in and where she's so overpowered for right. everybody else, and she's perfect and she. No, well, she, again she though, deals with every day just just leaving the house yeah it's a and, battle
0: and a uh, power set where it completely requires willpower like yeah. and and overcoming fear, and you have, again, somebody who has extreme agoraphobia and it's like, oh, man, this is interesting. How's it going to work? You know, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, <laughs> it'd be like, uh, again, a fantasy book. You know, it's like Lord of the Rings. There's the frost giants and they have the frost mail, but you're putting it on a fire elemental. How's that going to work? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, OK, that's that's a cool idea. Let's see yeah. how they make it work.
1: But that's that's part of what makes these characters um, interesting, interesting, relatable and, and so um Timeless, like Frodo, yeah. he's, he's he's a halfling. He's yeah. he's well, he's not a trained fighter. He's not a thief. He's not a skilled combatant. He's just this. And he's this, not
0: just a halfling. He's a hobbit, he's which a hobbit. aren't they're peaceful. They don't yeah. go on adventures.
1: And he's got to go with with his buddy, his manservant. I think everyone needs a manservant. <laughs> but they have to, and they they end up leaving the the party with all the skilled fighters, the people that would lead them through. And they left them and went on their own. Because even though it was scary, it was in their judgment the best the best move to make. And right, that's it had what, to be done. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes these characters. I mean, relatable and timeless is that is that they have flaws and they have yep. to work hard to overcome them. They don't just fall into being perfect. And that's I think that's what makes the story so good. Is right. The, the best well, and again,
0: move. it comes down a lot to the writer too, right? He did such a good job on elaborating these these what well, we would assume would be weaknesses and oh, faults. Yeah. And just be like, no, that's their humanity showing. That's the humanity of this elf and this dwarf, you know, like, yeah, they're not humans, but, you know, every, everybody shares, you know, some type of common ground in the sense of what you go through, you know. Yeah, maybe an elf lives hundreds of years, but there's still some feelings we can kind of elaborate on that are similar, if not the same. Uh, same thing with dwarves and all these long living creatures, you know, for lack of a better term in uh, Middle Earth where you're like, how am I going to relate to them? And you're like, this is how. Like, a writer will show you, like, this is how you'll relate.
1: Yeah, and look at it. It's with the dwarves and the elves. They hate each other. Right. And They're then you have different, different races. And yeah. Hey, this sounds like a theme here, right? You could apply this to what's going on today. Um, and at any point, the 70s, yeah. the 60s, the 80s.
0: That's how you know stories story's timeless, though, 2020s, is when. You know, you know when and
1: these guys over overcoming prejudices yeah. to realize, hey, look, we have more. I mean, look at it now. Take away the race and call it politics. You know, oh, Legolas is a Democrat and Gimli is a Republican. And right. How do they somehow get along? Because They find you, common ground. You find common ground. And I think if mm-hmm. people just stepped outside of their tribal communities, whether yeah. it's race or gender or politics or whatever it is, um, you're going to have way more in common than you uh, are yeah. in opposition. So, well, when you're looking
0: for ways to fall apart and break apart and— you know, be negative and stuff, you're going to find it. Just like if you look for (laughs) ways to come together, you know, if you, if you start, like you said, tribalism, if you start looking at the other side, is how do I work with them, not against them? You can start getting shit done. Yeah, yeah. That's like you said, that's what happens in the story, right? Like, uh, you know, Legolas, Gimli, they work together, and there's that great scene at the end where it's like, I never thought I'd die next to, what was it, a dwarf or, yeah, or uh, an elf? An elf, and he's like, well, what about a friend? I was like, yeah, I can do that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, because that's at the end of the day, that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> that's amazing. It,
1: and that's the thing, it's if you look at it just as a movie or as a book, at face value, it's a great story, but when you can extrapolate that out into yeah. how it the similarities with with Feel real back life the layers, yeah, yeah, I think it's cool.
0: No, that is that is a great series, great characters. Um, uh, another series you were talking about that you just recently got into. Um, Again, uh, we're going from high fantasy to sci- sci-fi or sci-fantasy, depending on what kind of series. Like, I'm a big Star Wars guy, and that's, sci- that's not science fiction. It's science fantasy. <laughs> Star Trek is sci-fi. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is probably more on the sci-fi side, I would think.
0: Right on. And it was uh, The Expanse, you said, TV show?
1: Yeah. So it's on Amazon Prime, and it's been there for... I don't even know when it came out. It's They just put out the first episode of season six. And, Man, dude, six seasons. Yeah, and... uh I, I
0: equate that to years, but n-
1: not necessarily
0: nowadays, right? Yeah, like it's no, like two thirds of a year. <laughs> yeah,
1: they, it's weird. It's chopped up. Um, but my buddy was telling me about it, and I'm like, ah, you know, I was leery because I've seen sci-fi go bad, and I didn't want to be invested. Yeah, we were in talking about show. <laughs> And I find I was working from home, <laughs> and I had the TV up there. I'm like, well, I'll throw I it throw on it in the background at the figured, very least. Yeah, and I caught myself where I wasn't even working; I was just watching the show. And uh, the premise is it's in the future, and I, it's several hundred years in the future. Okay,
0: but our future.
1: Our future, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's from Earth, and interesting. The uh, the United Nations, United Nation of. Not planets. I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna look it up so I don't get it's it. It's the wrong. United
0: Planets, dude, just like D C.
1: United Nations of Earth. That was fairly close. <laughs> and then uh, so they the United Nations of Earth have you know, it's one global government now, and they have colonized Mars. They've left Earth and have gone out.
0: Everyone or some uh, people? Some people. Okay. So I was gonna say that's crazy. People that's... have
1: been there long enough on Mars that now they are considered Martian and not Earth.
0: Interesting. How long has it been?
1: Yeah, it's... um, That sounds fucking cool. It's hundreds (laughs) of years in the future. Oh, shit. So So
0: they've been on Mars, though, for at least 100 years, right?
1: I would think so, because the, the, the... Atmosphere, the gravitational setup of Mars is less. Yeah, than Earth. so they're less dense. They're less dense, so when they yeah. come to Earth, it's harder for them. It's yeah. harder for them. The sun, the gravity, everything is different.
0: Yeah, their bones aren't as. It happens to fucking astronauts. Just being gone for like a year or two yeah. out in the space station, they come back and their bone density is gone. I'm like, that's fucking scary, dude. It's cool, but
1: but now I, there's a there's a cold war between Earth and Mars. They're in opposition. Well, there's an asteroid belt between Earth and Mars. Yeah. And that's their own separate thing. Is they're the, let me reference it again. The uh, Outer Planets Alliance. So they're not Martian or Terran Earth, right? They're their own. And the thing that's cool about that is, well, it it sucks for them, uh, but they're they're seen (laughs) as they're they're the the miners. They gather resources. Yeah, like a mining guild. Yeah. Yeah. So they gather um, ice from these asteroids, asteroids and and they sell it to. Mars.
0: Right. So they have water I'm assuming. And then
1: they, yeah, if they have water, but then they also get back, they get air in oh. return because there's no air out there. No, yeah. yeah. There's no air on asteroids. No, oh, shit. So they're their own, but they really get taken advantage of. Right. So they have their own militant political arm. That's really what the OPA is, is their political arm of, because they're called the, Lucy called the Belters. <laughs> and the OPA, um, is a lot like the Irish Republican Army. Oh, so shit. So you, you never know. They're, they're very terroristic, very guerrilla. Right, right, they're right. They're fighting for the betterment of all the belters. They want to be treated as equals from Mars and Earth.
0: Yeah, they want recognition, yeah.
1: Yeah, but you never know who's in, who's out. Like, right. the IRA, it's just yeah. an Irish person until they blow you up right. or gun you down. Yeah. Same thing with these guys. And so it's this Cold War going on, and oh, shit. there's this... Um, transport ship that gets kind of caught in the middle of it they go they were doing a transport and they get a distress signal and they go and respond to it and then the ship explodes and they're the only survivors so now everyone's like oh you blew up our ship and it's just it kind of goes from there and it it starts off small and it really expands out and we could go into a, i mean a ton of detail right right where right it goes but the thing that was so cool was that you know, I lived through the Cold War, right? Yeah. So I've seen the the the, the Eastern Bloc and and how, you know, NATO and, um, just just because you're not trading shots doesn't mean you're not at war, right? And how do you how do you um, over, navigate over, overcome that some poli- of that and navigate <laughs> that? Yeah, because there is a lot of
0: you have uh, to navigate that that. Hostile environment, you know, just because it's not hostile physically, like you said, doesn't mean it's not hostile in the sense of, like, yeah, they can just pick you up.
1: Yeah. And on, Who on, gonna hit up? On, <laughs> the, on the ship, the, I'll say the, the core ship, um, there's a, a Martian. So, Martian. <laughs> yeah. So you have these people and you have to work through distrust as things pop up. Okay. Now this is, we're interacting with Martians. Can we trust this guy? And then, it goes on to you know bioterrorism and
0: dude, that sounds cool. So it, it uh, is there anybody else besides Earth, the Belters and the Martians? Is there any other like further out planets or anything like that so yet? Yeah. Oh so shit. <laughs> that, that,
1: that bio uh bioterrorist or bioterrorism. So it's a I can't remember what the hell it's called. I I, I should have researched a little bit more. Oh, that's all good. But there's a an organism that was discovered and I'm gonna look it up. I have it right here. I don't <laughs> it's want It's like a venom symbiote. That is, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, um Oh no, no way. Well Dude. to a degree it's uh so it's a bioweapon. They call it the proto molecule.
0: The proto molecule. And
1: uh it attaches itself to a human host and basically converts them to like a crystal, a crystalline structure. It kills them. Yeah. Unfortunately and that was what was on the ship that got destroyed in the first episode. Yeah. So then they're trying to figure out what this thing is and how it works and then the governments realize that this can be used to kill people. Yeah. And that they want to they want to weaponize it. it. Yeah. And then the belters got a hold of it. Um so now they're this third party, this right. rogue nation, this guerrilla nation. You look at look at that as any of these third world not third world countries, but No,
0: they're you're cool. right though, like the IRA, like these oppressed countries, yeah. you know, Ukraine, the, the PLO, Georgia, you know, you know people uh people that
1: have a grudge and axe to grind that gonna use that for their own benefits. Some of these
0: like Southeast Asian countries got yeah. fucked over both by Korea, China, yeah. Russia, America. Like, like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you guys came in, fucked everything up, and yeah. you know, take advantage. And it's like now we have something to fight back with.
1: Yeah, we're gonna it, use it, this to we're gonna it, use this to, to to get access to the table. We're gonna yeah, sit at the yeah. big kids' table now. It,
0: it, it'd be like if fucking Vietnam got a fucking nuke. It's like, oh shit, what the fuck do we do with this? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. The Martians have stealth technology.
0: That's fucking cool. See, so I was gonna say in my head, I'm like, all right, how do you balance that power-wise? Was going to war, it's like, all right, they're weaker physically, but they have better technology. I would assume, you know, like type of shit.
1: Yeah. So, so the so Earth has way more. I'll say navy, right? Because that's just what's called. so it's bigger. You like know. your armada, yeah, your yeah. armada ships, spaceships, but uh, they're older, a little more run down. Whereas yeah. the Martians are smaller, but more advanced right and they're your fucking tau. Um, yeah there was a there was a scene where they captured a martian who they um had thought had blown up that ship and they were using they brought him back to earth and were using gravity as a torture oh shit they were hanging him up by his arms and just letting the gravity just pull on him and
0: that's fucking nuts that's yeah. cool though again it's just it's cool in the sense of like it's just cool storytelling yeah. um it, it reminds me a lot of uh gundam um, you have the new types, the people that have been out in space. They call them sp- spaceoids or spacenoids which is a fucking funny. I, I find it funny because it's just a weird name. But like you said, they've been living out in these colonies forever, so they're not they're not Earthlings. They're not from Earth, and um, and yeah, they call them. And then because so evolution happens, right? Whether you want it to or not, evolution happens. So they've yeah, been yeah. out in space. These space-noids or spaceoids have been out in space so long that yeah, out in space where you don't have gravity or the earth environment dictating how you evolve. How do you evolve? Cause you're going to have to, you're going to have to evolve one way or another to live in oh, yeah. space. So they start calling them new types and they have like enhanced psychic ability shit like that. Those are the guys like, uh, early on in the, you know, when you watch the new shit for Gundam, they talk about, uh, when they first start finding new types where they're like, oh yeah they just didn't know that they were new types so they just call them like ace pilots you know they had like a sixth sense or they were just <laughs> hired high, higher heightened skills i'm like yeah that makes sense because what would happen is you know you'd have like fucking. i was watching a weird show about uh it was like body limits and one of them was what's the fastest you can run
1: oh yeah, and it yeah. was
0: like 27 or 28 miles an hour is what the human body can physically manage before your ligaments and muscles rip off the bone and they're like, yeah, the fastest human in the world is uh, Usain Bolt. And he runs like one mile power, like less than that, or at it. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, so he's at the limit. And yeah, there's probably somebody who has a genetic mutation that can, you know, if yeah. cultivated, can run maybe a mile faster, you know, and slowly go – and he's probably sitting down eating Cheetos somewhere watching, you know, fucking Usain <laughs> Bolt run being like, I can do that. Like, yeah, you could if you weren't fucking sitting down eating Cheetos. Yeah. Um, but it's such a cool idea. Um, and again, there's, there's a lot of parallels to what you were saying where it's like, yeah, they're they're out there. They're trying to fight for, again, they're considered the bad guys because they're not from Earth, right? Yeah. And then they're doing hostile shit trying to be like, hey, like, you take advantage of us. You treat us as second class citizens. We don't have a say in how anything's is done. And when we want to leave, you go and kill us. Yeah. So what the fuck do you want us to do? You know, that's where you get like, uh, what's his name? Um, Char, you know, the fucking whatever Crimson Comet. And he's like their big like hero where he's like, oh, they're going to free us, you know, New Zeon and stuff. And it's fucking cool. Uh, Again, sci-fi can be done really good or really bad. Yeah. And that's the one thing with like Gundam is like most of the time it's pretty good, but sometimes you get a series like this. suck, man, this is shitty sci-fi, dude. <laughs> so I, I get the hesitance at first of wanting to get into uh, Expanse, where it's like, oh man, this can be either really good or really bad. Yeah, and you need that right balance of you can't just have techno jargon going all over left and right. You know what you're doing this and that, um, but you can explain it where it's like, yeah, man, Mars is smaller, less density, weaker.
1: Well, and the thing that I, I really found fascinating was between. Um, Earth and Mars you had your two superpowers, right, and one was better in some areas and one was better in some other ones. And then you had the belt, which was it's at odds card with, with at, at odds with both of them yeah um, but wasn't above making deals with, with either side whoever's going decide to to make their
0: the scum and villainy and yeah that, <laughs> and that comes that
1: comes into play in the in the fifth season, and I, I don't should. want to spoil it for anybody, yeah, 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 but there's some some stuff that went down you're just like oh shit, you know, um, but I'd imagine
0: uh, a lot of double crossing. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: yeah there was a, there was one in um, a thing with, with the Martians where Martians. every time you yeah. say Martians, I'm like, I know I'm just you think of like Martian like or yeah. green or, you know, um, but some, some shit went down and they started saying, oh, well, you're not a real Martian. You were born on earth. <laughs> so your family's from Earth, even though you moved here, you're not a real Martian. Right, right. And I think about that in terms of what we deal with in our society. Right. Oh. You right, know, yeah, for, yeah. not you're even not,
0: countries. Let's just say within a country. You moved to New York, you a New Yorker, dude. You're like, not a New Yorker, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, for real. And you have to be you have to be baptized in it. <laughs> yeah. You better you better live here for generations before you yeah. can call yourself a New Yorker. Yeah, and yeah. Maybe we'll
1: never let you have that. Distinction, right, because your great, great, great grandparents were born in Nebraska. Right, or where, you know wherever. Or oh, you're from.
0: You're from LA. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's that immediate distrust because you're not from one of here. Us. Yeah, yeah, you're not from <laughs> here.
0: Which I get. There, there's again, it sounds dumb and it sounds stupid, but there's also the uncertainty. You know that there's the caution. You know, it, it seems extreme and it can be right. It can be extreme when you're going way to do fucked up shit because they're not from here. But just because you don't trust someone doesn't mean you're wrong all the time right you know there's distrust where it's like fuck food dude like i don't know what the fuck that is so i'm just (laughs) not gonna eat it yeah yeah. i know what this is this doesn't make me sick most of the time you know unless someone's is cooking it but like i'm safe with this and unless i see somebody else go you know make it easier why would i go out of my way you know i'm not that adventurous most of the time i think that's how a lot of people are like you said at first there's a distrust and uh, again there's extremes for both ends there's also the extreme of like fuck i don't care who's from wherever let's just trust anyone and everyone and that's how you get fucked, you know, yeah, yeah. you get taken advantage of. Yeah. Um,
1: it was really one of those things where, um, everything was fine and then they got put under stress. And when people are put under stress, yeah. they start to break down. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, that's what happened was they started pointing fingers at each other and he was the easy target because yeah. he wasn't born there. Yeah. He spent, from the, here. he spent his entire adult, his, or not adult, like his entire life. Like he moved as a child and now he's in the, the Martian Marines. Um, that's such a cool idea, too, though, because
0: it would make sense. At first, if you're colonizing a different area, you'd send the scientists. You send the smartest people you have. Yeah. So already you're sending the best technology that can be made. The people who come up with it are going to yeah. be over there. So it makes sense. Again, you're losing. And then, yeah, it's a bunch of fucking nerds. So they're not going to have, like, the military might right away. But then they start figuring out, it's like, hey, we need to be able to defend ourselves. We need to be able to do this and that. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. We have the technology now. Um, yeah, so that's such a cool idea, man. That's such a freaking cool idea. I've always... Again, I, I had an idea because of these fucking assholes with their fucking space joy rides. I had the idea of like, yeah, dude, what's to say, you know, that we get a fucking Bezos or fucking... um, Oh, Elon. Elon type of guy who... Unknown to the rest of the world is actual, like, fucking Lex Luthor status, where he's like, yeah, because I thought, how cool would it, of an idea for a story would it be where they do it, they're like, yeah, our our future is in the stars, and this is, you know, the Earth's fucked, resources are abysmally low, we fucked it over, you're like... We don't have a future here. So, you know, he gets the whole world to basically give him the resources, the best minds, and they're out there and they're doing it. And then he's like, All right, see you guys later. Y'all deal with the shit. And he takes <laughs> off, out. right? Yeah. So and not not just that, but he has a head start now. So he lands on like Mars. And then Earth is with what resources they have left, what scientists, what technology, whatever they have left, are amassing a way to go and take that shit back or but bring it to already, trial, but
1: they're already behind the curve.
0: Yeah, exactly. Not just that, but it's also they get there now. They've established themselves. However <laughs> long it took them to get there, well, yeah. they've had that long of a head start with the smartest minds and all the resources to fortify the area to get yeah. ready to know that it's come. And I'm like, that's a cool idea that and can actually is. happen.
1: <laughs> well, one thing I feel like I have glossed over uh, with the expanse was the, I'll say the main cast right on the the ship and there's one character in particular this guy amos and he comes across initially as uh the dumb muscle okay he supports one the, she was i don't know if she was even the captain but uh, she he supports her friend or his friend and whatever she says he just does and he's not above killing and doing stuff yeah and, But then the more it delves into his character, he was really the most fascinating character because he seems so shallow and two dimensional. But as the show goes on, he has a lot of depth to him. You start finding out why he's that way because of things that have happened to him in his past. He's just his emotions are kind of just burned out. He doesn't have any feelings one way or the other. This is this is the right choice. So I'm going to do it.
0: Right. And it sounds a lot like, again, it's funny drawing the parallels to, to Gundam because there's another series called Iron-Blooded Orphans. I don't know if you had a chance to watch that one. It's really good. It's only two seasons. It's Even if you don't like Gundam, it's just a good anime series to watch. And in that one, there's... um. So, again, you're out in space, right? And then there's this thing called Foreign Debris or Space Debris. I think it's called Space Debris. No, I think it's called... Yeah, I think it's called space debris or human debris. It's called human debris. Okay. And what it is is not only are you slaves, you're underneath the slaves in oh, the wow. Yeah, you're children. You're your child slaves I have been bought and sold out in in space. Yeah, you're called human debris. You're literally there Yeah, you're the worst, you know, your child soldiers, <laughs> you're whatever this and that. And the main characters um, that's what they are. So in order to be more useful, you know, you want to make yourself useful. You're tired of living in your little mud hut or whatever or in this little shanty town with your buddies trying to split a fucking plum, you know, like Theo <laughs> Vaughn. And um, so they'll get this crazy implant on their spine. And each time you go under the knife, you know, you risk dying or being crippled. And the more nodes you have, the more control you have over, like, it's done for uh, mobile workers. So they're like, you know, think like the power loader from gotcha. Alien, or Alien or whatever, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like a little tank and uh but you can also use it to interface with like mobile suits and stuff like oh, that. Oh cool. And uh yeah, that's the main character. I think his name's Mikasa, I want to say. And then there's um Ogre was his buddy who like you said he so Mikasa's the one that they keep showing flashbacks of him in front of a you know, he's all bloody, he has a gun. There's a guy he just shot dead and he's looking at the guy, and he's like, "All right, Ogre, what's next?" Like and they always keep showing that he's like, "I'll follow you cuz you know what's up. You're the leader." I'll follow you, you know, whatever you tell me to do, fuck it. You want me to kill this whole room of people? We'll fucking do it. I'll find a way to do it. Yeah, Because yeah. Um, like you said, over time, he's just kind of like streamlined it. But you you start peeling back the layers on what's going on and shit. And it's, it's pretty fucking cool. And again, it sounds very similar to that. And yeah, it. what I like about Iron-Blooded Orphans is Gundam's always been geopolitics. Again, where you're at you know, you're dealing with these space people, whatever, because again they're oh, they're on Mars. That's why it's called Iron Blood Orphans. It's all fucking iron rich, uh calling. They're treated okay. like second class yeah. citizens. So they're they're the the group they're hired with, the private military group, is supposed to safeguard this like they call her the whatever Martian princess or whatnot. She's like a politician's daughter and she's rallying again to bring equality and whatever to Mars. So she's fucking they're trying to kill her now. <laughs> and uh yeah, there's all these children that are part of it they get left behind by the owners of the company they're like hey you guys defend her they get set up because they're, they're supposed to die defending her and she's supposed to die too yeah, yeah but they do such a good job and they take over they they find all the guys who are hiding like in their bunkers they're like oh what's <laughs> up bam 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 they kill all but like one dude and surprise surprise the one dude's the one that keeps fucking him over um but again it's always been geopolitics but it shows you that what it would actually be like and you, there's always somebody trying to take advantage of the good guy oh yeah Always, and it just shows you what it's like. The good guys don't always win, and if they do win, it's not the way you thought. You know, yeah, um, there's a,
1: sometimes there's a, there's a price you have to pay, and yeah. it's not just a a temporary one
0: right yeah dude no so it's, it's, it's so cool seeing that because yeah they're called the uh, human debris i remember that and then yeah there's one main character or one of the main they're, they're called the iron-blooded orphans or Tekaden is their they changed their their uh private military to Tekaden. they gave it like a little the iron flower or whatever it was really cool series and yeah one of the guys he finds his brother he got sold to another space pirate dude and yeah he, he ends up getting him killed because the, the dude's fighting them. They're, they're going after Tekken he's like, oh, fuck, I didn't know that was my brother. So he just, like, completely fucking oh, an I wow. Like, the dude's cool, too, because he's just buff. Like, nobody's buff but him. But he works <laughs> out. Like, you see him all the time just working out. And, oh, dude, it's rough because he falls in love with this one girl. And uh, everything's, again, it's the real world. Shit doesn't go down. There's really no happy endings most of the time. And this girl's like, you know, the she works for another organization because they kind of treat him like mafia yakuza families almost right on and uh, she's part of another one and yeah she's just at a souvenir shop and like oh this bear reminds me of so-and-so and they just hear bam 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 <laughs> i'm like oh no and that's the end of the episode and you're
1: like oh, fuck come on oh, man, man. <laughs> yeah there was a there was a great line uh in the with that guy amos um there was a they had helped this scientist from mars track down his his daughter had been kidnapped and was being experimented on oh shit and amos helps this guy find the scientist who was who was doing that and they got his daughter back and the scientist goes he pulls his gun out to kill the scientist who was uh experimenting on his daughter and amos goes look man take your daughter go you're not that guy like you're not that guy you're not a killer you're a scientist and guy says okay and he takes his daughter and then the the bad scientist like, oh, thank you. He's like, he's not that guy, but I'm that guy. Yeah. What?
0: Well, that's what happens. Uh, we are talking about, um, you know, freaking Mexican actors and stuff. uh Cassian, that's what happens to him. He's the wet works guy. He's like, this is the rebellion, and I have to be that guy. It, you know, nobody wants to be – nobody, you know, growing up is like, oh, I want to be an officer, and I want to be a firefighter, and I want to be an officer. because somebody's like, I want to kill people. Yeah, I want to be a muscle. Yeah. no, no <laughs>
1: I just want to kill indiscriminately <laughs> right. uh, without, uh,
0: yeah. And just to get the job done because that's what Cassian had to do. But, again, that's what they're doing, right? You know, we were talking earlier, you know, like the IRA and shit, and it's like, yeah, dude, you don't think they killed each other here and there to make sure that shit got done right, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah probably happened more often than you would think you know like the guy's thinking oh we're all good it's all cool like you know i'm part of the job or part of the mission you know doing my job and it's like oh they just you said one thing wrong that day and they think you're not on their side and then yeah, your car blows it, up
1: 100 percent. um within the the opa within the the terroristic cell um there were sub cells right so like there's um there's Al Qaeda and then there's all the sub cells. Yeah, Same yeah, ISIS. The, and yeah, with Al Assad and whatever. And you have different, and usually they're revolving around different ships and who the captains are. And there's right. faction. Well,
0: because your ship, we were talking the other day. You know, it's like an aircraft carrier. It's a fucking city. Like that's yeah, yeah. your whole, that's your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: everybody, and and they would turn on each other, and yeah. you know, three would gather up and go after the the one who was the outlier. Whether it was to benefit the mission, sometimes hey, if we kill this guy. It'll buy us some goodwill with these two organizations, the, with Mars and with Earth. Right. Or we kill that person who is trying to get us into the into peace. And right. Then we'll and we
0: keep our shit going, you know. Keep our shit it's, going, yeah. They yeah, want, dude, it's they like a gang, stop, yeah. we want to
1: stop the war. We don't want to stop the war. We want right. to keep going with the war.
0: We want to keep making money. We want to keep increasing our power. Yeah. Like you said, it might not be, they might not be doing these things for the greater good in the sense of like the organization but it's like for themselves you know I just started watching the part f- five of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and it's fucking cheesy and it's bizarre as Jojo if you've watched Jojo you know what it is but yeah it's the, this small group of characters trying to work their way up in this mafia organization so it's like yeah dude you're not gonna do what's best for the organization itself sometimes sometimes you're gonna do it doesn't benefit the organization but it detracts from another group yeah. in the same organization so you're like they go down, we go up. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah, dude, that's the spy game. That's what's, with a lot of these geopolitical stories, you know, like with, uh, you know, The Expanse, with Gundam, or fucking these Tom Clancy novels and shit, and it's like you'll find out who's a good writer when you can string people along and make them think they know what's going to happen and then just change it and, and completely <laughs> throw them for a loop. And make it make sense, and be like, "Oh yeah. fuck yeah, I didn't even think about
1: that." Yeah, like, it's either A or B, and no, no, it's F. No, <laughs> no yeah, yeah, It's as, yeah, as not C, D, E, or F. You're way, way. No, it's off. F squared. Just like, well, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? You can do that? I'm like, I yeah. guess you can. Yeah, I guess, I guess you can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking cool. I have to check that out, man. Because yeah, I, it's um, well worth it, man.
1: It's because it is. Again, it's it is geopolitical, and and. If you watch, and I guess there's a theme here. Like, if you watch it at face value, it's just a cool show. Just a cool sci-fi. But yeah. you can extrapolate that out, and it's stuff that's going on today, uh, right now. And well,
0: and sometimes that's what I like a lot. Um, you know, again, talking about geopolitics and sci-fi and stuff. You know, Star Trek, Twilight Zone. What I really liked about those shows, especially for back in the fifties, dude, it's such a trip. Fifties and sixties is um. Sometimes what it takes to realize that there's a problem or an answer to the problem is getting it out of your head and seeing it on the board or seeing it on the screen or seeing it just slightly different being like that's dumb and then when somebody tells you well that's supposed to be this this," and I'm like that is dumb (laughs) you know these black and white people and these white and black people and you're like yeah "Yeah, it's dumb judging people on the color of skin but back in the 50s and 60s they would they would, and they didn't think it was dumb they are like oh that's just the way it it is is. yeah so sometimes seeing it on the board you're like
1: maybe. Yeah, maybe. See, and sometimes it's more palatable for people to... Yeah. Because no one wants to be called a, a racist or yeah. a sexist or or take your pick of ists. No one wants to be right. called that or a phobe, right? But when you see something, when you see Mars and Earth and you see that, that bias or how they treat uh, the Belters or how the elves treated the dwarves and vice versa, you're right. like, well, that's messed up. Why would you... And if you stop for just a half a second, you go... Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's exactly how things are today.
0: Right. Well, And, and that's another thing, too, is like um, people throw the word ignorant out like an insult, and it's not. It's not supposed to be. It just means you just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah, you just don't know. There's a difference between being ignorant and willfully ignorant, but people, you know, we are talking earlier in this episode where, uh, you know, they, they want to be tribal. They want to work against, not with the other tribe. And, uh, yeah, dude, when you don't know and you willfully do Don't want to know, like don't want to learn, then then, yeah, that's where you have problems. But if you're ignorant, that's just an opportunity to learn shit, you know. It is again because most people, most reasonable, most sane people, most people with a heart, for lack of a better term, are gonna see something and be like, oh man, maybe I do sometimes think that, and I have to fight it all the all the time myself, you know. Like again, I work in the comic comic book industry in the sense of I see all these books come out. Maybe I don't read them all, but I kind of get the gist of what's going on. And yeah, there's a lot of quote unquote pandering, but there's also again, I gotta, I'm always playing devil's advocate for both sides because it's like, all right, you know, this this and that. Well, how is it going to be this way, this way, this way? And uh, and a lot of times, you know, just doing that, even for myself, it helps a lot or, you know, it helps me grow. It helps me see things a certain way. And sometimes it helps me just be like, you know what? I can't see it that way, but I'm not everyone's me. I'm, I'm only me. I'm, yeah. I'm the only one of me there is. So just because everybody else doesn't think this way doesn't mean it should be this way, you know, like. So th- I think that it takes a lot of uh, maturity to be understand, like, you know, just because I don't see it. A certain way doesn't mean the rest of the world has to see it
1: Yeah, the and, not, and it. not every character is written for you. It's not, yeah. I mean, I, again, I'm a huge Daredevil fan. And he's not the, I mean, he's not Batman. He's not Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, he's not the most popular, but uh he's cool.
0: Yeah, to, Green Lantern. I, I love Green Lantern. He's one of my favorite characters. And I do like random, weird, quirky characters, like Mr. Miracle. I don't know why. I just I fucking like Mr. him. Miracle. Yeah, he's fucking cool. <laughs> fucking Scott Free's dope. Um yeah, dude, just all these random guys like Booster Gold, fucking fun. Like, yeah, they're not. Yeah, like you said, it's not. Not every character's for you, and uh, you know, the, there was a big thing going on with uh, Superboy. I keep calling him Superboy. He's Superman now, fucking Jonathan Kent. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, and I love the character, and he's cool. And then the whole thing came out where he's bi, right? Like, yeah. you know, they 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 wrote it to where he's a bi character now. Or uh, or coming out as by right, you know, if this four or five year old character (laughs) that grew up (laughs) to be an adult in that time, but um, and everyone's like, oh, they made Superman gay and this and that, and goes, why does he have to be gay? I'm like, well, why not? (laughs) What about that question? What about why not? And goes, well, they're just shoving it down our throats. I'm like, well, by that same metric, anytime that they show straight stuff, is it now shoving it down the throats of not straight people? And the reality is no, right? Like You're not, not going out there purposely doing shit. It's one of those, like you said earlier, sometimes you take a risk, sometimes it's not good, sometimes it is. And there's people who want to see these characters.
1: Yeah, I think as long as it's written well. Um, it, my only issue with, with I'll say those things, yeah. where you're changing, changing a character, right. is if it's just sudden, if it's out of nowhere, if it doesn't make sense. But if it's written right. into there. If it's
0: written well? people won't care care the problem is when it's not written well and not just that it's like you know like you said if you're changing a character or this and that yeah but jonathan's new he's like five years old but people just see the head title or the 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 title of the article right and they're like superman gay now i'm like yeah but it's jonathan not yeah it's not clark And, and not just that clark isn't human so what does that make lois fuck it makes her closer to fucking beast you know into bestiality than it does to <laughs> yeah. to our, heterosexuality right our, so it's species, like, yeah. yeah right yeah. so again um like you said i i think a lot of it is how it's written and for me the only fear i have is changing it and changing it back because to me it is Holy a big geez, deal you know yeah. i i have i have family who's in you know the lgbtq plus community and it's a big deal and uh you know to come out it's a big deal you know nowadays you can do it and don't have to be scared, but fuck, ten years ago, yeah, yeah it was fifteen a years ago, twenty years ago, were scared, yeah, you could have fucking gotten killed in certain parts of the world yeah. for coming out. So it's it's a big, it is a big deal to do it, and to do it just to sell more books sometimes is a little worrisome because you know the big yeah. one that people bring up all the time is Iceman, right? Yeah, and how fucked up would it be? To me, making changing the character to be gay is not that big of a deal in the sense of like how fucked up it is. To me, it would be fucked up as if he's not selling that well and in two years we'll make him straight again that's fucked up that's
1: that's the that's the thing.
0: worst thing you can do that's not that's
1: where you have to have the story because yeah. I feel like with Iceman when they made the change and that was the basis of the story well then once that's told well, what do you have and the answer is nothing there's no Iceman book yeah. on the shelf
0: yeah and then you can't put him into other titles because somebody else maybe doesn't want to tell that story. Yeah. So So now you made a character gay who's probably not going to be in any other books, or if he is, he's a background character, right? He's just standing on the back of Krakoa. He's
1: he's not in the X-Men anymore. I mean, I guess theoretically it's just like, oh, you're once an Avenger, always an Avenger. Yeah, but But he's not in the title, right? Or He's he's on the active team, right, yeah. So I think that's the risk. And if you do it right, then the the sexuality isn't the story anymore. And it, it may come and go just like... Um I'll we'll use Batman, why not? Everyone knows he's straight. He's the ladies' man, Bruce Wayne. Um is he though, man?
0: Maybe he's gonna be the new uh flagship uh for what what's the new thing that they're trying to the pedals are trying to re- rebrand themselves as? Is uh,
1: oh um, um
0: minor uh, attracted person. He's yeah. Matt. He goes Batman comes out as Map. Turns out that's why he had all these robins. Oh, robins yeah. <laughs> that, oh, man. that would kill I, comic books, dude. It would. That would that would, that would destroy the industry. <laughs>
1: But you don't always see his sexuality in every in there's, every book. There's every very page. few.
0: There's very few characters that that's their thing, right? Black yeah. Panther, yeah, he's black. That's his thing. You know, on top of being a badass, he is mainly the badass African American character. You can't, a, you can't get away from that either.
1: Yeah. You know, so if like you he made, he's always going to be.
0: Yeah. So if you made him white, that'd be fucked up, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, but Batman, he's Batman, right? Yeah, he, and Batman can turn from Bruce Wayne to Batman to whatever else he wants to do, but that's. Him being white is not a th- part of the story. Him being rich yeah. is very rarely a part of the story, right?
1: Yeah, it, it comes up. Yeah, just like just like his his sexuality will come up occasionally, but it's always right. in the context of the story. It's never the basis for the story. Exactly. And there are, I guess, there are times where maybe that is the basis, like when you have his his wedding or some, that's a, that's something, something to highlight, yeah. yeah, to highlight his his ultra richness, Tony Stark type of richness. Right. But that's a one. What oh, did she think? Cool. I just saw the axes. That's dope. Oh, yeah, that's pretty neat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I get that, Friday. though. It, it
0: can't be the only part of the story or the character going forward. You know, like um, Batwoman, they do such a good job on showing her as a lesbian character, even though that's not her whole thing. You know, and, and that's kind of one of the things that uh, I, I wish they do more of is, yeah, you can make these characters. Just don't make that their only characteristic. Just like in real life, you know, like, again, I have, I have cousins who are, you know, part of that community and that's not their whole thing. They're like, yeah, yeah. I am myself and that's just a part of who I am. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, like everything else that they do and enjoy and, and yeah. all their hobbies and interests and their personality, it's not. Well, I'm I'm gay, therefore, I must do join all, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: you know, I mean, and, and I find that way more interesting. I find that I like having layers to them, where it's like this is all the ingredients that go to make up this special character. Yeah, and that's what I want to see. I don't care if you are black, white, polka dot, gay, straight, and everything in between. Um, I just want your story to be good for yeah. you. <laughs>
1: yeah, interesting stories yeah. are, and interesting characters are interesting. Yeah, they dude. They make you want to come back, but when it's, when it's shallow... And when it's pandering and shallow on top of that, uh, you lost me. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. I can do without the pandering. I'll give it a shot. Like um, Midnight and Apollo, people love those characters and they're fucking hardcore. They're the gay Batman and Superman, which sucks because I wanted to do the gay Batman and Superman. My whole story was if I ever write for DC, I'm just going to straight up come out with their words like, yeah, the reason Batman's always so edgy towards Superman is the sexual tension. He, 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 He layers it under like, I don't trust him. He's an alien fuck man
1: he's hot look at those so I, thought, I thought Saturday thought saturday <laughs> did that did the uh, ambiguously gay duo ace and gary oh man
0: That's but classic. talking about a
1: <laughs> <laughs> ambiguously gay duo but
0: <laughs> talking about a uh, weird cool characters that have a bunch of layers to them um you said one of the things you were looking forward to um story wise is the new moon Knight television show Um, Which is cool because he's uh, actually played by you know we're talking earlier about different ethnicities an actual Mexican actor from Mexico, (laughs) Oscar Isaac really good actor Poe Dameron no yeah yeah no Cassian is the Mexican he was what was was Oscar yeah yeah that's what it was now we got to look right I know but. I like I Poe. Um, I, I felt like his character got fucked a little bit, you know, in the second, third movie of the trilogy, but I, I, he's a really good uh, actor. Did you ever watch uh, Ex Machina with Oscar Isaac in it?
1: You know, I own it and I've never watched oh, it. Oh,
0: dude, watch it. It's such a, it's a brain fuck, man. It really is. That's what and, I heard. And what's her face in there? Uh, Mother of Dragons. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, But yeah, dude, we're talking about crazy characters with depth. So Moon Knight is, we're talking Batman, right? He's Batman-esque,
1: yeah. but a white outfit. Yeah. Why? Why does he wear a white outfit? Because he wants the bad guys to see him coming. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't hide in the shadows. Like, you're gonna see me.
0: So that sounds crazy. What? What other layers does Moon Knight have?
1: So he came out originally. He was a. He was a, a marine, and then he became a mercenary. Okay. And he got caught up in some with some bad guys. Werewolf by Night. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking random ass book. Yeah, I know. Man. <laughs> Which I'll probably never own. <laughs>
0: We got we got the facsimile. Oh, I own that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. He goes, I, I own a version of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: not the not the expensive one. Um, but he was a, a, a mercenary, and then the guy he was working for turned on. Well, let me rephrase that. He turned on the guy he was working for because they wanted him to do some bad stuff, and he right. resisted, got shot, and he. Uh, Ended up like crawling away, and he ended up at the feet of the statue of Kanshu, the god of the moon, yeah, and the god of uh travelers, like protecting travelers. Interesting, and uh, the god brought him back to life as his avatar, so now it's his job to represent the moon god and right, to protect almost travelers like and, a
0: fucking oh. swamp thing, right? The avatar of yeah. the green, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: That's what's cool. Is Kanshu a real thing, or is it made up for the comic books? You know, I've I, never looked it up, I, so I, I don't know. Never ha-
1: you, that's <laughs> something I normally do. Like I love I know, mythology. Right? Yeah, um, because comics are modern mythology, dude. I
0: There's do. a reason we keep retelling Spider-Man and Batman's origins, just like they keep redoing Hercules, because it's fucking cool. Yeah, it's cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that um, makes sense, though, right? Uh, Contra being the the god of the moon and travelers, because when do you need protection as you're traveling? Is that night, right? right? right. And yeah, what yeah. sees
1: everything at night? It's the moon. The moon, That's yeah.
0: fucking cool, dude. I'm going to have to look that up later. Gosh.
1: Yeah, and, and so... It started out; it was just that, and right. then it really evolved into. He so needed, early
0: on, was he crazy, or was he just superpowered? Just superpowered. Okay.
1: Yeah, but as he progressed, he needed these different identities. So he needed to get information. Well, who who gets more information? Who hears more random shit than a cabbie? Yeah, people just talking in the background. <laughs> so he has this guy Jake Lockley, who it's one of his personas, and he's a cab driver. Well, he <laughs> oh also God, he dude. also needs money. Yeah. Um, um. So. God, what is that dude's name? I just dropped his name. <laughs> so the name of his, so he has a guy who's a basically a movie producer. Okay. So that's how he has all his money. His all his influence comes from producing movies. What so the fuck, dude? And I forget. <laughs> I, I can't believe I forgot his name, and this is something I, I know. I know, I know. I just can't think of it to the top of my head right now. <laughs> and then his just his normal is the mercenary as yeah. Mark Spector.
0: Mark Spector. <laughs> yeah. So, but then like eventually his mind kind of
1: fractured under all this yeah. weight, and the more the Moon God came into his mind, and then he has uh, Moon Knight, who is the hooded, wears the cowl, and then he has Mister Knight who is the guy that wears just the the, black? the all white suit oh, the wait, suit what? and tie oh with the mask yeah well, with yeah, the with mask the, yeah. okay yeah 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 so it's because his mind has been invaded so many times he's actually possessed the moon god in his in his brain that is it's gotten fractured so now the he, he has trouble differentiating between which, which personality which, yeah which yeah so when what, you say
0: his his mind has been invaded by what By the God. By the God? Okay. What does it do? What what, what does the God do when it goes into his mind? He
1: just goes there and tries to influence and take over and tell him to do things and not do things.
0: What kind of things?
1: Uh, Just uh, things on his behalf. Like just recently, he had, there was a run with the Avengers. Yeah, where yeah, yeah, the, the Moon god, Yeah, and the moon god convinced him that he needed to take out all the Avengers. Oh, no, wait, so why? That, what was so the we, reasoning? So Khonshu could take over the Earth.
0: Oh, shit, so that's what Khonshu wants. Yeah. Interesting. Now, is it actually... It has to be real, at least in the sense of enough to where he gives him powers, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, is
1: Khonshu actually, in the Marvel universe, at least an actual being? Like, is it... He is represented by this crazy... Um, raven looking character but almost like the skeleton of a raven like he has the skull and
0: yeah almost like a plague doctor yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah, i think yeah. i've seen that because it came out in that series where they brought in mr knight right yeah because they do those really cool like sketchy covers I remember yeah that. and
1: there was a really cool run like two two volumes ago i think it was two volumes ago where the what volume are they at now uh, like the, six
0: yeah, that's the one currently running, right? They're, like, what, on issue five or six? Yeah. Yeah, that one looks pretty cool, too. I like uh, having what's-his-face, uh, is it McNiven doing the art?
1: I think so. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Uh, some people are, make, oh, we're on, wow, we're on volume eight or oh nine. Oh, shit, nine, dude. Nine. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: But, but he always gets these little, like, limited runs, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, 12 issues, 17 issues. Yeah. His first one was 38 issues. I own all those. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> um, but uh, there was a cool run where... He's literally in an, in a mental institution, in state asylum, and it flips back and forth between reality
0: and what's going on in his head. In
1: his head, well, we think it is. He's not sure, and since so he's telling the story, he so it's an
0: unreliable uh, narrator he, too. That's he, fucking cool because dude.
1: he knows, and this is where it's, you have to pay attention when you read it because if you just, you know, like the Punisher, you just breeze through it because he's not right. telling. You know, his stories are... You know what you're doing. You know what very, you're getting into. They're, they're linear. They're, it's like they're, watching
0: Fast and the Furious. It's like, yeah, yeah they're, dude, they're which they're cars are they going to fuck up? Yeah. yeah. They're very much
1: north-south. <laughs> These ones are very much east and west. And if you're reading it, you have to like, w- hold on, what the fuck? And you flip back two or three pages and go, oh, okay, I see it. But he doesn't even know. And since he's telling the story, it's from his point of view. Yeah, it's unreliable. He doesn't know if, it's, if he's losing his mind or if this is really happening how do you as the reader know if he's losing his mind or if it's really happening <laughs> if you're going
0: off of this guy yeah, yeah. so you know that's he's really crazy. cool yeah, that's a really cool idea that's really so good storytelling and that's something you can do with the comic too um i know with uh god country we've both read that great series um and it took a while to realize that the emblems that they'd show at the beginning of it will show you what era they're in because i kept going like what the fuck dude oh wait we're we're back in the past now Yeah, because yeah. the the fellowship looks very similar to the first one they do like they keep bouncing back and forth so when i figured that out i was like oh cool this makes everything so much easier makes it so makes so much more sense yeah. but like you said you kind of gotta when you don't realize that you're like oh fuck i'm with these people are and they go back when did this start like Two pages ago is when they started going to like the past, and you're just,
1: like, <laughs> you know, yeah. but that's
0: good storytelling though. Cause again, like it, um, it adds layers to it. It's something you can just do with comics that you can't really do a lot of the times with like a movie. You're not gonna be in the theater being like, wait, what the fuck? Let me go back. You know, you can't just rewind it, it. it. You miss harder. it. You miss it. Yeah. yeah and
1: that's where I'm, I'm excited and nervous. They're doing cool. it in a TV show, which I think lends it's good itself format. more because you can stretch out that. If they, if they go the direction of his you can set social them up. identity. Yeah. Um, now, if they don't do that, that's still cool. It's still going to be a good show to watch. Right. But I think if...
0: They've been doing a decent job with Disney Plus um, yeah, I for think the most so. part. Um, yeah. I, I'm interested, though. We'll see how many episodes it is. It would be cool, though, if they definitely leaned into the personality thing where, like, each they'll do like three or four different episodes and each episode revolves around a personality that you find out is Moon Knight at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And because they have a, a, a
1: really good actor yeah, uh, he's playing Moon Knight. So good. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm hopeful. Um, what,
0: um, uh, yeah. so what else are you hoping out of this, uh, TV series? Any, uh, villains, any Moon Knight villains or Ooh, just villains uh, in general?
1: Um, uh, you know, it's tough. Like Bushmaster is his, his first. That's right.
0: But he's a Luke Cage guy now. Yeah. Yeah. So That'd be the, interesting.
1: Yeah. He was his first – that was the guy, in fact, who killed uh, Mark Spector that made him the movie. Oh, like, really? It was yeah. Bushmaster? Bushmaster is the one that he turned on. See, that
0: that origin story sounds very similar to the last run of Ragman that they did. Did you ever read that? I never did. It was like – we were still next to the theater, so it was about over three years ago now. Um, but they did a Ragman, and the only reason I, I got it initially was um, my boss at my old job read comics, and he read Spider-Man which he had issue two through whatever, whenever he stopped and he had at least two copies of everything. And if it was really good, he had three copies of oh, it. Oh wow. Yeah. Cause he was just fucking weird, man. Um, <laughs> he, and he wasn't doing this to resell. He's just like, I like it. I like having two of stuff I like. And if I really like it, I have three cause I read through one and I fucked it up. <laughs> and I remember him telling me with a Punisher first appearance, he's like, I only had two of those and they were both pretty good conditions. So I only read it once. And I was like, this is a dumb story. And I put it away. <laughs> 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 no, it Spider-Man 129. um, but he told me, he's like, yeah, I really like Spider-Man. And I really liked, it was a weird character. He, It was Ragman. He told me about Ragman. So when it came out, I was like, oh, this is the one that my boss is talking about, Tom. Um, but they changed the origin up because the origin he gave me for the original one was pretty cool, too, where it was uh, this guy worked at a, a circus. And they all had some type of, like, ability, right? You know, you had a super strong man and oh, yeah. flexible or whatever. Well, the circus burns down and... Um, with all of them in it or whatnot, you know, the fucking shady grace and flying grace and this type of stuff, you know, like they fucking shot him and nobody didn't. But yeah, they, they, it burns down with everyone and it kills everyone, but him. And it's like the spirits of like all these people they made friends with, you know, all these freaks basically uh, protect them. And he takes a piece of clothing from each of them and it, and it, you know, I guess that's how it protects him. You know, it made him into the Ragman, and it imbues him. So he has the strength, of the strong, and he has acrobatic abilities of the acrobats all right, and all huh? this and that. Yeah, yeah, And they redid it for this new run where, yeah, he's in some fucking Egyptian tomb, <laughs> treasure hunting, gets betrayed. Egyptian god gives him these. You know, he gets wrapped up like a mummy. That's why he's the Ragman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, it's just was, when you're saying that, I'm like, oh, it sounds like, like fucking Ragman. But ra- that Ragman run was like from three, four, five years ago, and fucking uh, Moon Knight's, what, decades old, right?
1: Yeah, he came out in the, 70s? the 70s. Yeah, the
0: <laughs> Werewolf by Night. That's so random.
1: So his first his first issue, his first solo series was from 1980.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say 80s. So it was the, the Marvel Presents whatever, right?
1: Oh, uh, from So Moon Knight 1.
0: Moon Knight 1. When was, was that Marvel Presents the Moon Knight?
1: Ooh, I don't know. Because that
0: one's slightly older, right?
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: that was probably like late seventies.
1: Yeah, it's late late seventies, early early. Obviously, 1980s. So. Right. Um, the
0: um, so uh, what other memorable uh, villains does he have? You s- you said Bushmaster was one of them.
1: So it, there's a current one out that now that is um that's interesting, and his name is.
0: Yeah, cause you have to bring in. He I just,
1: mean, he just dropped uh, the last episode or last issue too, so.
0: Oh um I know they did Uh-oh. another character recently too that yeah, blew up it was uh, an issue 3 that's why people came in and bought it
1: Oh they don't say what his name is cuz I don't want to spoil it Um I can't think of the guy's name they, they oh. just they just dropped the very last issue of Moon Knight they there's a so this current run he's being he has a mission like and I don't mean a mission like this is my mission to you know, do this thing it's a mission like um a Spanish mission. Like, this is where people can come in and be safe. And there's another uh, another guy who is, I'll say he, he calls himself another high priest of konshu Interesting. And he's, and he's not, so he's sent to challenge Moon Knight, right, to get him back in line to be what Konshu uh, has in, in mind for him as opposed right. to what Mark Spector wants to do. Um, Hunter's Moon. That's Hunter's Moon. Meaning. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah. the, so, they started showing him in, like, issue three, yes. like, showing stuff for him.
1: So he's not, I want to say, a bad guy yet. We don't know we what don't he know, is. But there is another person who is pulling strings, trying to challenge Moon Knight, trying to, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure kill him is the right word, but um, I'm sure at some point to... He Wants to hurt him for sure, and they right. they right there at the end of the last issue, issue five, I think, or was it six? They introduced uh, they, they said what his name was, and I wish I could remember it, but that's all good.
0: Um, um yeah, they because he, I mean, just like any any other character, you're only as good as your villains, really. Um, that's why we we're talking the other week about Punisher, the TV show. It's like, I don't know how much further they could have gone. I mean, they already did Jigsaw, they yeah. did whoever else they had. Like. I was
1: pretty happy with the Jigsaw one, too. And I mean, yeah? people will, will argue that because his face wasn't just obliterated, that it wasn't a true Jigsaw. But when I read an interview with um, the guy who plays him, he said, yeah, yeah, but they went more for an emotional Jigsaw. So his face right. was still jacked.
0: But not as bad, yeah. Not as
1: bad, because he was a pretty boy. Right. He was a good-looking dude. You know, I feel like dudes. Um, <laughs> but he was emotionally just, just shattered. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, did, yeah. And once I read that, I'm like, all right, I see it. And when you watched I'm like, yeah, he played him really well. Yeah. So,
0: no, again, I think they told the stories they could tell with that. And then, same thing with Moon Knight, they got to do a good job with the characters they bring in. It can't be that's the one problem I had with Luke Cage because Luke Cage is one of my favorite of the Netflix Marvel shows. It was one of my favorite ones, but season one, they did fuck up the finale where it's like you have these really good villains in Cottonmouth and Black Mariah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And you bring, what the fuck was his name? Diamondback, Leatherback, Diamondback, I think. Because it was a snake name. Yeah. Diamondback, his brother, his half-brother or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is the way, like, I even like the idea of, like, yeah, the brother wanted to kill him, but you have him put on, like, a fucking stupid comic book villain costume from the 50s or 60s, and it's just like, this is dumb, dude. This yeah. is, has nothing to do with what he was when he first came out. Because he's like, you got these fucking Luke Cage killer bullets, and you didn't do shit with them after the first shot. You're like, all right, uh-huh. I'll just put on the super suit and fight him.
1: <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I love when he when he when Luke Cage broke out, and he had that. There's that reference to the old costume, the tiara, and oh, the, I love that. <laughs> he that was, <laughs> you look know, ridiculous. it was so awesome. I
0: love that. No, and again, you you have to have these good villains. You know, like it it makes you again. Cottonmouth. Oh man, they should have made him the final villain and have what happened between him and his sister happen at the end of season one. Yeah, yeah. And then carry it over and just do it with the brother completely. <laughs> yeah. Now <laughs> with no.
1: Moon Knight they could do a lot of street level stuff because Definitely. He, is, um, well, he he
0: fucks around with all those the uh, Daredevil, Spider Man, yeah. um who who are the other guys that are? Uh Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Yeah, freaking uh it'd be cool if they started setting up stuff like that. Or even Again, they're probably gonna have to play a lot into the whole mental stuff, kind of like they did with Jessica Jones. Yeah, you know, yeah. again, she's just a strong girl. Yeah, it's a cool story. What are you gonna do with the And goes, Well, yeah, we have this villain that can control her. And I'm like, All right, cool, that's interesting because <laughs> you yeah, can't just I, punch her way out of it, I, right? I
1: didn't have a lot of backstory with Jessica Jones, oh, so did I didn't know I, yeah. if Kilgrave was uh, because I mean, he's a, he he's the was, purple man, purple man, he's a daredevil villain, yeah. Um, and that's how Matt Murdock. Because everyone knew who he was for a time. Right. And he used the purple children to um, basically do a mass hypnosis. i not hypnosis. Like, yeah. We'll call it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they used that to have everybody forget Interesting that he was Daredevil. So when you – and that, they just referenced that in uh, Daredevil 36, um, how if uh, – Someone said, like, how did you I – mean, it was a lecture asked him. How did you even make that a thing? He's like, well, purple children. And it, so he says, well, how does that work? What if you read a newspaper that says, well, Matt Murdock <laughs> is Daredevil? She goes, he goes, well, either they won't see anything or they'll see something else. Interesting. And then the, the last issue shows the kingpin opening up this file on – because he sees Daredevil. Yeah. He had this interaction with them, and he opens up this file on Daredevil and to see who – who he was, and I the page was blank.
0: Interesting. Yeah, so. That's so interesting. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm really, because, well, that's what Devil's is supposed to be like, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be Kingpin is the main,
1: yeah. he's
0: the devil, right, is his reign. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm really bummed out that that fucking issue didn't show up, dude. I've been having so many problems with Penguin um, lately, because, yeah, a lot of people were asking about Devil's Reign. I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to see what's going on with that. Yeah, yeah. I feel with Marvel, the best writing right now is probably with daredevil or was i don't know what they're going to keep he doing with the title. I,
1: I think he's supposed to come back zadarsky well
0: they're doing the daredevil woman without fear too like a six issue miniseries oh, with with Elektra. Elektra. yeah that's gonna be kind of neat um but yeah i feel like with daredevil some of the best writing from what everybody tells me because at any given point in time there's always going to be like this is the best writing you can find in comic books even if it's not a character you like and um and it changes like five, six years ago was all the magical stuff from what everybody that read Marvel, that read everything was like mystic stuff. You know, Doctor Strange, Thor, that's like the best shit right now. Yeah, And uh, yeah, and it changes, you know, it ebbs and flows, right? Um, some writers will move from one title to another. Like I heard X-Men for the longest time. I mean, fucking Donny Cates with Venom and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like that's some of the better shit. Uh, Al Uin with the Mortal Hulk. Um, but it'll change up, right? Every time you change either um, what they're doing in the story or the creative team, it'll change the the road for the story for lack of a better term i can't yeah, think of yeah. right now so i'm wondering what they're gonna do with daredevil because yeah dude daredevil's been badass from what i heard it'd be interesting to see what they do with moon knight as well hopefully that's what they're doing with these comics it's kind of setting up more characters to bring in it'd be interesting to see i just feel like it's gonna be a lot of mental stuff dealing with the split personality and I think... it getting in the way of the co- the, the costumed you know fucking vigilanteism yeah. a bit which I hope they don't lean completely on that because it would be cool just to see some of the other stuff he goes through again, like playing with people's minds. Like you said, with the whole um, story words in the insane asylum where it's like, is he actually super powered or does he think he is, just you know? Think he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think
1: if they, if they utilize that, like they could show the difficulties that it, you know, because once he's got the mask on, he's, and the thing that I, this is the one, the one fear I have is that he, He is a lot like Batman, except Batman won't kill. Yeah. And Moon Knight has no qualms. Yeah, he's like, fuck it. He'll drop it, yeah. So I hope they, I'm not saying it has to be a bloodbath.
0: But they should show that. They They should show that he'll just push some dude off the roof. Because that
1: really is what, because otherwise you just run the risk of thinking, well, that's Marvel's Batman. Yeah. Like, ah, but that's not who he is. Right. So I hope they don't play into that. What I'm hoping
0: for season one is, again, a lot of that stuff with the split personality and the duality of, well, is it, he's superpowered, or is he crazy and going back and forth with that. And at the end of the series, I mean, they'll probably have to bring in like fucking Nick Fury or some other superhero character that people to baby spoon feed it to him being like at the end of the day, at the end of the season, at the end of the story, it doesn't matter. The job got done right at the yeah. end of the Is it in his head or is he actually superpowered? I don't know, but he took down this whole fucking yeah. gang. He, in did this it, he did all yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's what I'm expecting and somewhat hoping for what I'm not hoping to see is, um, Nothing but one or the other. Like if it's just him running, if it's just him being Daredevil. Yeah. I'm like, do we already got a guy we, doing that? Yeah, we've already seen. And that, if it's yeah. all mental, it's like, yeah, dude, this is fucking boring. Because that's the problem I had with Jessica Jones, is oh, yeah. I couldn't finish watching it. The first season was good. The second season, and I think a, a lot of the problem with the second season too was there was too much of the friend that I don't like. What's her name? Patsy Walker. or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, Hellcat. I, yeah, she, they 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 made her a bitch in the show where she's like. Yeah. Whining about how she doesn't have powers and she's not special and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, shut I the
1: couldn't fuck get through season up, one. It was dude. too, it was, I was interested, I was interested in Kilgrave, yeah, because yeah, um, yeah. he was a cool character. But where I lost it was it seemed too much like, like a soap opera, like a drama, and, that, I, and that's what it was. I didn't, I wasn't interested in that. Whereas right. Luke Cage, I thought, even though, like, I don't have any, um, uh, there's no backstory or history with me and, and Harlem right right but if you but it's just cool that, seeing it you, you the, music, the, the music the atmosphere the attire was everything all, was cool was seeing Method
0: Man in there I was like yeah, yeah. that's fucking sick yeah it was all, it was all part <laughs> of it
1: and I, it interested me
0: it had the best um, soundtrack too of all the shows oh, yeah. going on at the time because there was there was uh, Daredevil's basically their Arrow right you know for the DC shows because Arrow kind of kicked off the rest of them so yeah. Daredevil kicked off Jessica Jones Luke Cage Punisher. Was there another one? Iron one. Fist. Iron Fist. And then the yeah. Defenders. And then, yeah, the fucking Defenders. Dude, I fell asleep during the finale and I just did not go <laughs> back and watch. I was like, fuck it, dude. It wasn't going to be good. Yeah. Because they showed, I think, what was it? Uh, Daredevil died, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They... And then he comes
0: back season three. Because that was the big thing, right? Is he comes back and trying not to let people know that he's back at yeah. first.
1: Yeah, he had a building come down. Daredevil
0: him. was so fucking good, man. It was. It was great. Daredevil was, again, it was probably. Quality-wise, story-wise, objectively, I think it's as objective as you can be about TV, right? We're talking about how he didn't really like Jessica Jones. Someone else is like, that's my favorite shit. I'm like, all right, man, more power to you. But I think as objectively as I can speak about the Netflix shows, I think that was the best one. But I like the best was Luke Cage. You know, we're talking about, again, the, the atmosphere, the general feel of it was cool. Again, I just wish they didn't fuck up that villain part in the beginning. Um... I got faith. I got faith in Moon Knight. Um, Disney's been doing a good job with Disney Plus. If this is a Disney Plus show, I think they'll do a good job with it. I'm looking forward to see if they bring in any of the other quirky stuff that they have with um, with uh, Moon Knight too, because he has a what was it like Wolverine? Um, was it Wolverine and Spider Man like fictional characters in his head too? Right? Like he has like. Conversations and shit with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how good it is. Um, other than that, anything else you uh, wanted to bring up? Or seems no, pretty I, good.
1: Yeah, I'm, no, I'm excited about uh, the prospects and um, hoping for the best. And if nothing else, it'll. And I mean, some people are really into. Like, unfortunately, like a lot of the Facebook people are. Oh, they mentioned so and so so, and I have all these keys. All the, and the like, teasers. And I don't stuff, give a crap yeah. about that. I just, you know, I just want. Uh, cool more people to be interested in characters that i think are cool because you know nova uh, moon knight mr miracle that that'd be a great show to make man
0: mr miracle would be dope because um, he can do it like the last run oh, where it was great. him and his oh, fuck that was a good that one was so good we'll have to talk about that some other time though <laughs> yeah, yeah for
1: sure no but just to get people more interested in, in yeah man, characters no, i, I, that are more I think
0: you brought up a lot of really cool stuff um again everybody uh, very few people have brought overlapping stories which is good right you want a variety of stuff somebody might be like oh i've already watched lord of the rings oh, i'll check out expanse oh, that sounds cool or somebody might not have been interested in moon knight and be like oh that does sound cool this is just a cool character cool idea i'll give it a shot at least i'll watch an episode you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah other than that um if you guys want to have anthony or any other guests come back in the future let us know um Social media is usually all Weaving Words Podcast. Uh, you guys know where to find me Discord. Uh, I have a server for Hooligan Squad. Um, yeah, other than that, if you guys have any questions, any uh, suggestions to make the podcast better, uh, always willing to listen, always open, uh, share your thoughts, share stories you guys have. Um, yeah, other than that, thank you. Goodbye. Adios.